Hey there, uh, Cave Company Radio fans. Um, you're about to listen to uh, Sex and Other Human Activities. Um, my name is Bunky Houseman, and um, I wrote in and uh, got some advice from Jackie Marcus, and at first I thought it was great, and then um, I fucking lost everything. Um, so if you could uh, just know that their advice is for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, yeah, I lost my family, I lost my house. And um, I lost my career, uh, which was hard to do. I was a professional gambler. I thought that would be a thing that they could help me do, and they did. Um, so if you have any questions or advice you need, just make sure you email cavecomingradio at gmail.com. Ask for Marcus or Jackie. And, um, or maybe just say hello to Henry from last podcast on the list because he needs, he needs your attention. He needs your affection. Um, so thank you, and enjoy sex and other human activities. Drake has just been in my head, and I hate him so much. Drake? Yeah. Oh, I've had Nelly. It's just all so bad. It's just so bad. I've got uh, Nelly, uh, that song, uh, Must Be the Money, because (laughs) Nikita was watching The View this morning when we were still in bed, and a Honey Nut Cheerios commercial came up. It was like, must hey, be the honey. must be the honey. Yeah, I love it. Oh, this is, I'm Marcus Parks. <laughs> I'm Jackie Soprowski. And the worst part is like, I was just like, I hate that song so fucking much. Like, <laughs> it's going to be in my head for the rest of the day. And I go, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to go get coffee. And I go and get the coffee. And what she did is that she was waiting for me looking out the window to see when i got back <laughs> so and she had pulled up that fucking song yeah. on spotify and <laughs> right when i opened up the door hey must, must be, be the money. money i'm like i fucking hate you and love hey, you all <laughs> oh man i used to love that song oh i hate it although so much. think about how brilliant that marketing is yeah thinking about honey nut cheerios all day i can't eat honey nut cheerios anymore that's fine they're kind of gross they're kind of gross and i used to have i don't know how but i have eaten honey nut cheerios and vomited them up multiple times well is that like a hangover thing or it's a hangover thing and a sick thing. Like, oh, okay. I've also been, like, for some reason, when I get sick, Honey Nut Cheerios happen to be in the house. So it's just... Bleh. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah, no, you should just never eat Honey Nut Cheerios ever again. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Yes, good for me. because of the marketing. <laughs> hey, it must be the honey. <laughs> well, I me- Marcus? Yeah, well, I mentioned, uh, I mentioned the girlfriend earlier. And uh, last week, it was, it was like a pretty interesting thing that I hadn't really thought about. It was like, uh, as you know, a lot of you probably know is that she's uh, uh, black, Jewish, and British. I am white, Christian, and American. Mm. Uh, well, as far as like Christian goes, it's like I think that whatever you're brought up with, you're kind of always going to be that. Like, you're always going to be Catholic. Yeah, it always kind of sneaks in the back of your head. It sneaks in the back of your head. It never really Whether goes away. you want away. it to or not sometimes. Yes, exactly. Mostly when you don't want it to. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that's my upbringing was white, Christian, and American. So those two things are opposite. And vastly different. Vastly different. And we were kind of having a fight the other night. She was telling me, she was like, you know, I, I feel like there's something missing here between us like i feel like there's like some connection that that we're not having 
Uh, and you know, and I was thinking, it's like, fuck, I, I feel the connection. Like, I, I don't feel like there's anything missing here. And we just st- kind of started talking about stuff and she kind of started talking about, uh, her faith. And I was like, yeah, you're like, why do you always take Saturdays off? Like, what's the reason behind that? Like, I kind of thought that it was just kind of a convenient, it's like, yeah, I can just, I have to have Saturdays yeah, it's off. Like, I gotta have Saturdays off. It's like just kind of a convenient way to get a day off guaranteed. Uh, which I, you know, I know is kind of shitty of me, uh, but like the way she put it was that you know it's a part of like a day of uh, reflection, reading the t- like she reads the Torah on Saturdays. I don't know. I've been I work every Saturday, uh, <laughs> so like I'm always at work when she's at home. She like reads the Torah. She like reflects upon uh, her last week, uh, her place in the world. Like it truly is like a day of like spiritual reflection, uh, and then she realized like oh fuck. You're not Jewish, which like, take that's a long time to to realize that. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely is. Like it's a long time. Uh, I mean, we've been together for you know a year and a half now, um, a little bit longer. Uh, but it's weird that like we didn't have that sort of like cultural connection and how that can sometimes create problems between people. It's like I think if you don't have that certain cultural connection right at the beginning that sort of those understood type things that you just kind of take for granted right if you're dating another person that's white christian and american they're just like all these things that are just understood that you understand about each other without even really knowing it uh but if you are dating someone that is of a completely different culture than you a completely different uh nationality and a completely different race there's a lot of things that aren't understood between you. Now, why do you think that it took this long for her to realize this? Like, I, is there something that's happening right now that, that in like specific, cause I'm not, I don't really know too much about the Judaism either, but you mean like, what is there like a particular Jewish holiday or something yeah. like that? No, I think she's just been getting more into her faith lately okay. and been getting more into what's going on. I mean, not like the religious faith or anything like that, but like spiritual faith. She's been getting more into it a little bit recently. And I think that it wasn't necessarily like causing problems, uh, but we were just kind of talking about other stuff and realized just a that connection. was, yeah, it was just a missed connection that I think had been bothering her for a while. And cause she's been saying, she's like, yeah, there's something bothering me, but I don't really know what it is. And I think finally she just sort of hit on it in the middle of a fight about something else. You know, like that's, that's with yeah, with shit like gender. that. Yeah. With big things, you know, usually you're fighting about something else when really the bigger issue comes up in the middle of the fight. Uh, and it's, you know, it's very, it's, you know, it kind of makes, it definitely makes things harder. Uh, if you're like, I, I will say like a relationship, despite all of the things that people like to believe, if you come from a completely different background, it's going to make the relationship a lot harder. Right. But it also could be as long as you, if there's an open door concept between you, it could also be a really great advantage to learn about these things as well. Now, is she, is she? Like you said, you work all day on Saturday, so you didn't know the the things that she did on Saturday. Did she, like, want you to learn about them? Like, is she open in talking about the things that she does? Because it doesn't seem like she's ever talked about that she's done that. And No, not really. And so I think she thought that I wasn't interested in it or that I wouldn't want to know or it was... Or I think it could also be that she assumed that I just knew because I also found out that I am the first Jew, the first non-Jew that she's ever dated mm. and definitely the first non-Jew that she's ever lived with. 
so there's a definite like there's a big uh, gulf there, like culturally. And then I realized that she didn't really know anything about Christianity, and that like she had never heard of the Book of Revelations. Wow. Then she well, I mean, ne- why would she? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, she'd never heard of the, like, how fucking amazing and cool the Book of Revelations is. And I started talking to her about, I mean, of course, my view of Christianity is skewed from the devil's perspective. That's where <laughs> most of my, <laughs> I mean, that's where most of my scholarship of the Bible and Christianity comes from is, is approaching it from kind of the back door. And I started telling her about, like, all of our beliefs in the devil and Satan and where that comes from and how that all fits into everything. And her eyes were just wide the whole time, just absolutely fucking fascinated. And then we started talking about the Old Testament and the meaning of the story of Job and all those types of shit and ended up having, like, a three-hour conversation about, like, faith and religion and how that shit fucks with us when we're a kid and how that makes us the people we are today. And at least now it's, like... Where there was a lack of connection before that, like, you guys can make that connection, you know, just learn about it and ask questions. And, you know, when you talk, you were talking about, um, what was the hand thing? The The Hamsa. Yes, the Hamsa. It's like, do you know what that means? Do you know what that's for? Yeah, I mean, I know that because we got like three of them in our house. But now you can open up to other things that you can bring into the house, you know, and then like, just ask questions about it. Because I would love that. I mean, like, as much as like, I grew up quote-unquote Catholic, you know, we were forced to do the sacraments and things like that. On the side, which I've talked about before, is that, you know, we were also raised Unitarian. We went to Unitarian Church and Catholic Church to, like, so my mom didn't want us to be so closed in on the Mm. way that we believe. And I feel like, you know, with you talking about it, it actually kind of makes sense that, like, within my relationship, Doug has no religious background, whatsoever none he's never been to church he wasn't christened he doesn't know anything about any of it and so sometimes it's hard when like i i i don't keep church you know like i don't Mm. i don't you know i don't pray i don't do any of those things but i do believe in a higher power i do believe in fate i do believe in a lot of things that i was raised with i kind of like pick and chose the things that my mom tried to drill into me as does everyone of course it's just how you grow up but he doesn't have any of it so when talking about it it's sometimes it's a lot of eye rolling mm-hmm. because he knows nothing about it rather than asking questions and i mean it's kind of gotten better over the years like we've talked about with my mom my white lighting things and stuff mm-hmm. like that we're like I'm just like, you got to help me. Yeah, <laughs> you you have to believe in stuff sometimes. Yeah, got to meet halfway on some yeah. of that stuff. But you also can't force someone to believe in anything. You really can't, and you shouldn't. No, and mm-hmm. I don't want to. It's just, it's like that rapport is missing, even though it's not something that I find necessarily important. Like, I don't feel it's a missing connection between us, mm-hmm. but it it is definitely something that, like, you're right, that is a hardship that, like, I mean, especially as we grow older and have children and get married and things like that, that it's like that is going to be something that we're going to have to discuss mm-hmm. and deal with. Oh. And it will get harder. I mean, what are you guys going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we have talked about it, you know, like uh, the kid going to like a Jewish school yeah, uh, and something like that. I got no problem with that as long as it's secular. He'll learn some Hebrew. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm but would cool. your parents be fine with that? Yeah, they'd be totally fine. They're with down that. with that. Yeah, they they don't really care. They That's they don't good. go to church much at all anymore. Uh, in fact, I don't know if they ever go to church anymore. I think it's. I think in my family, it seems like church is more for the kids. 
It's oh, like okay. so, like taking them to have some sort of like it teaching them some sort of moral compass. I mean, really, it all all it taught me was to be very, very afraid of hell and yeah. to, and to uh, be quiet for an hour. Yeah, no, it didn't even really work that well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, just all it taught me was to be really paranoid every time I masturbated. Mm. Say, like, oh, well, I'm going to hell now. <laughs> I'm never, really I'm going never going to do that again. Jesus, oh, I'm sorry, so sorry, sorry Jesus, sorry, that sorry. I spilled my seed on the earth. <laughs> hey, please forgive me, Jesus. Or onto mine sock. Yeah, <laughs> I think the funniest thing I, I ever did when it came to that is I used to have this huge collection of porno magazines. Just, I mean, it was a an, a truly ungodly amount of pornography, if there can ever be a godly amount of <laughs> pornography. Uh, one of my friends, his dad ran off and left him and his mom, and he had this shed out back that was always locked up, and the guy wasn't coming back, and everyone wondered what the fuck was in the shed, what was going on in there. So we busted the lock off and went inside, and there was a huge cooler, like a big, gigantic igloo party cooler filled to the top with fucking porno mags like the nastiest shit the uh those it had a whole bunch of those weird trucker uh personal ads like you know you've seen twin peaks right yeah you know the uh magazine that laura palmer was in yes those oh tons of those they were fucking gross They were so gross. I wish I still had them. I really do. <laughs> I wish I still had them. So one day, like, I, and so I get a big fucking, like, I fill up my backpack just full of fucking porno mags. I take them home with me. I'm jerking too much, just having a great time with them. But every time I feel extremely guilty about it, you know, every time it's like. Guilt these, is a big part of being a Christian. It's the biggest part of being a Christian. <laughs> I mean, it's the fucking, it's the A number one. Uh, and. So I was looking at all these porno mags and I was like, and I, after I had, you know, fucking one day, I'm like, you know what? These porno, the, this porn, the, this is where all my sin is coming from. All of my sin is coming from my collection. And my parents weren't at home. So I took all of my porno mags to the back and I put them all in a trash can and I poured lighter fluid over, and I, I didn't pour lighter fluid over them. I just got a match and I like lit them on fire and I'm like looking at them. And it was just like that scene in Breaking Bad where Walter White sets fire to the money. Yeah. And about five seconds into it, I real he realizes no, he's no, done. He's like, no, 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 no. I turn the trash can over. And I started like stomping them out. Uh, so from then on, my entire porno collection was singed. Like there was, I bet it like reeked of smoke too. It so like your mom knew exactly where they were. Yeah, it reeked of smoke. My parents just didn't know what it was. It's <laughs> like, why does Marcus's room always smell like burning paper? <laughs> and, I'm burning paper, mom. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and there were and there were all these little uh, the little strands of it that would come off would just be all over my room and <laughs> you know the bathroom. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't anything like that looked like you didn't see like a titty come off of it or anything like that. <laughs> Hopefully, he'd pick up a titty. If yeah. a titty fell off, but... <laughs> oh, there's a titty. There's a titty. <laughs> Pick that titty up. <laughs> uh, but that was, you know, that was at the biggest time that I had uh, got really, fu- that I was really fucking, felt really guilty enough to try to destroy my porn collection. Well, that's why you have to start getting um, Playboys now. Doug started getting Playboys a few months ago, and we're, we're just moving again. And I was going through, I was like, do you want these? He's like, yeah, I got to give them my kids someday. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, well, I guess if there's a reason to keep them. And it's true because, I mean, you know, by the time we have kids, you know, 20 years from now, mm. that they're going to be, you know, cool, old playboys. Yeah. So you should start doing that. And then you can build a collection for your son. And hopefully he doesn't set them on fire. <laughs> you have to make sure. But at least, like, if you give it to him, be like, don't set these on fire. Don't give him any explanation for it. Just tell him. Don't set them on fire. You know what's funny? You know what eventually dispelled my guilt about uh, masturbation? What? Who dispelled it? Drew Carey. Why? <laughs> <laughs> is this pre-glasses? No, 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 no. This is his book, Dirty Jokes and Beer. Oh, okay. It was one of my favorite books when I was a kid. A lot of it was just kind of his you know, stand-up act written down. Yeah. Uh, but there was also a lot of, like, biographical stuff in there, too, and he talked about the same thing when he was a kid. He was fucking so guilty about masturbation all the time, and then he see he talked to a Methodist preacher once, and the preacher told him, was like, you know what? I do it. My wife does it, and it's okay with God if you do it, too. That's why Methodists are okay. Yeah, and that's why, you know, and then we ended up going to a Methodist church when I was in high school. They're a little more liberal. I think that's why it's so scary for Catholicism. Like, there's no way you could ever do that. No, there's no middle ground in Catholicism. No, there's no. It's just you are evil or you are pure, mm-hmm. and that is it. Well, I mean, everyone's evil except for the Virgin Mother Mary. Mm, and even she had days, man. <laughs> Did she have days? She had some days here and there. <laughs> yes, she did. My God. my That porn collection, man. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty fucking awesome. It was pretty gross by the time I got done with it, uh, but it was pretty good. I feel really weird watching like the way my sister is raising her daughter in like the church. She was like big into like getting the like sacraments and everything. She's seven now. She's about to have her communion and all that stuff. They don't go to church every week, and I feel like she does utilize it as a way of like guilt and mm. things like that of like or showing to her friends like we're religious <laughs> my child goes to church you know and things like that and like but she just you like use it over her head meanwhile my sister was in catholic school for, for her entire life and all she did was fuck and do drugs and she was like the quintessential catholic schoolgirl. yeah didn't look as good as what you would hope <laughs> but she i mean like those are the things she did it's like why are you using it yeah you know, I think most parents use it. It's very, it's very easy. I, I mean, guess. it's like it's very easy to say like don't. It's easy to say like all right, if you say don't do this because I said so, that doesn't hold as much weight as don't do this or you'll burn in hell for all eternity, yeah. where you will never know peace or happiness ever again. God, there's just like so many more it's things easy. to be scared of, like easy. bills. You know, it's like then you have to pay the cable bill this month. You know, if you're not going to stay in your bed all night, you pay the cable bill. That's real hell. Is bills and dealing with adult things. That's all I'm going to raise my children. Yeah, make them have a job. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, you don't want to go to bed? Well, let mommy show you how you do your taxes. Yeah, exactly. That'll make you real tired. But you're staying up. <laughs> You're you staying have up to get it done all night Those long. Mommy and Daddy are going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to our letter for this week. All right. Uh, Jackie and Marcus. My name is what is Herbert? It? Herbert. <laughs> my name is Herbert, and I'm 16 years old. I recently, about four months ago, entered into a enter into a fantastic relationship with a girl who I am completely in love with. Uh. However. 
Lately, a couple things have been bothering me about the relationship. They're nothing major, but it gives me weird feelings that I'd like to do without. First, she's recently started smoking weed. Now, I have absolutely zero problems with people smoking weed, which is why it confuses me, uh, because it bothers me so much when she does it. I'm not really angry. I'm more upset with myself for being bothered by it. I feel really protected of her, and I have no idea why it bothers me when she does this. All that I know is that it makes me feel awful and anxious. Maybe it's the people she's around when she does it. I don't know. But any help in helping me feel better about this is appreciated. Man, you know, it's like, it's weirdly enough the same problem you and Nikita are having. It's like just in a different Hmm. situation, like in, except 10 years later. Yeah. It's just a different connection that you guys don't have. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is a big part because I have dated guys that didn't smoke weed and you are, I think, spot on with like, you know, the people she hangs out with and like also it's... It's just it makes you vulnerable. Yeah, it makes you feel things that you don't usually feel all the time, or heightened feelings and things like that. And it's something that you can't connect with her on. And it's scary when you're 16. Yeah, like weed is can be like drugs or anything like that. It could be really scary when you're younger, when you have no idea what's going on with anything, and you're still trying to figure shit out. And then something gets introduced that makes you feel even more different like that can be scary if you've ever tried it uh and if not even if you've you know even if you've never tried it at all that makes it even scarier and you know the type of kids like if you're like a nice kid that doesn't really do much doesn't really drink doesn't really do anything like that uh the type of kids who smoke weed at 16 it's definitely going to be a different crowd yes it's not going to be the library crowd no and and in fact actually i feel like in smoking weed like I started when I was 13 and the years you know up until I went to college that I smoked weed I think I was in a lot more dangerous situations than I ever was after I left the house mm-hmm. a lot of the times just because especially like it, depending on where you're getting it from depending on whose house you have to go to and things like that it, you know it's usually older people mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a lot of people that you don't know and especially if she's like going over and smoking with especially like like kids from the college and stuff like that like they can take advantage and i would say that like i don't know if you go with her when she goes to like smoke weed and hang out you know maybe you should just to like quell your fears the problem is is leaving your judgment at the door though or else it's not it's not gonna work it's not gonna work you know and i'm not saying that you have to be cool with it Mm -hmm. but at least if you see where she's smoking weed and like hang out with her while she does it then like you don't have to the problem is like don't be forced to do it either mm-hmm. you don't have to do it but like hang out with her while she does it yeah cuz i mean most of the time when kids are smoking weed it's just a bunch of fucking kids sitting around in a room watching Ren and Stimpy yeah like a lot of times it's you know not always sometimes it can be in a very dangerous situation especially if you're when you're buying it and the type of people that you buy it from because the type of people who sell weed to high school kids are fucking scumbags. Yeah. They're bad people. And the type of people who smoke weed with high school kids when you're not in high school are scumbags. Shitty people. Like, they're not... I mean, maybe they're not, like, fucking the worst. You know, and also, you're 16. You know, yeah. you're not 13. And yeah. But at least, like, when I'm selling my, my dangerous situations, like, they were not just selling weed either. Yeah. You know, it, it was never just weed that was around in the places that we used to go, which, looking back now, terrifies me that I used to do those things. 
Um, but I also think that people, when they are smoking weed, which might be a big problem between the two of you guys too, are annoying as shit if you're not hot. <laughs> and I think that that like, because I've definitely fallen prey to that too, where it's like, if like, you know, your boyfriend comes home stoned as shit and you've been at home like making dinner or something and he comes in, he's like, babe, babe, and just get away from me. <laughs> you know, I don't want to, I'm not as relaxed as you are. I'm mm. not as happy as you are right now. And that is a big problem as well. So maybe just finding ways to like of things that you guys could do together or like becoming comfortable being around her while she's smoking weed that like if she just smokes weed just around you, mm-hmm. not all the time, but like if you can get used to her stoned, then I think that that would help a lot. And also like make sure you talk to her about this stuff. Yeah. Information is the key here. And understanding. Information and understanding. Just, but you can't be judgmental about it at all. You can't be... It's like, and even man, if you are, you, know, you can't talk the, about it. Yeah even, yeah, even if you are, you can't talk it. Like, you can't approach it from, like... When I say asking questions, I don't mean saying, like, so why the fuck do you smoke that stupid shit anyway? Yeah. That's bad. But if you ask, like, so, what, what's going on with that? Like, how, yeah, it's like, why do you smoke? Like, why do you like that? You know, what's what's going on? Because it, you can't force her to stop. And, I mean, you could, if it really, really bothers you and you try these things, I mean, you could ask her to just not be around you when she's stoned. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that is going to cause a hardship in the relationship. So, it, like, especially, like, in going after, like, in talking to her about it, it's also the whole therapy thing of being like, when you do this, it makes me feel this way. Mm-hmm. Which is such a good passive way of bringing something up uh, and also like 16 year old dudes aren't usually the most emotional and being able to like emotionally communicate mm-hmm. well well they're very emotional but not very able well to yeah to yeah to communicate, to communicate yeah. it and i think that like if that's something you could start now then all your relationships are going to be great yeah they're going to be much better from now on so just bring it up and just talk to her about it yeah i would say just you know, I and I understand you being weird with it, and I don't think you should feel bad about no, being bothered all. bothered by it. You shouldn't feel bad because you know I know, you know, if you're you you feel weird about feeling weird about it because you think that if you feel weird about it, then you're not cool or whatever. Is that you're not like the yeah whatever man? It's like no, it's like you're allowed to be bothered by things. Everyone's allowed to be bothered by things. Yes, you know, like and you don't have to just fucking like something because everyone else likes it or say something's great because everyone else says it's great. It's like you can just do your own fucking thing. You know, if it's if it bothers you where you don't like hanging out with people who smoke weed, then don't hang out with people who smoke weed. And that's, that could that's be That's totally fine because there's people who smoke weed who don't like hanging out with people who don't smoke weed. You know, it's like people flock together and they hang out with people alike and they hang out with people that like to do things that they want to do. Uh, it's... It's all up to personal choice. It's all up to what you want to do. And you can't live this girl's life for as much as you may love her. You can't live her life for. You can't do uh, things that uh, you don't want to do. Just fucking go for it, man. Be yourself. Yeah, and just let her, you know, just let her do it. But definitely talk to her about it. Mm -hmm. And because also she might just not do it anymore. Yeah. You know, if you guys are in love with each other and it makes you uncomfortable... Weed is not an an addictive drug. No. Not at least if you're just starting it. I understand if you're like, you know, 
smoking a pound a day or something, you know, it's like, or if you're, you know, like you get to it, like if it's 15 years down the road and you're just, you know, a piece mm-hmm. of shit when you're not high, then yes, you're addicted to it. Yeah. But so it's not something that like she's going to fiend for. Yeah. You're not talking about a fucking heroin ad- addiction here. Right. Because if she did do heroin, don't date her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's bad. That's the worst you can do. Yes. All right. Well, that's all we got for today. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you next week, guys. Yeah. Uh, send us an email, cavecomedyradio at gmail.com, if you have any questions or comments for us. And hopefully we can learn more about Judaism from Marcus. Yes. I don't think that's the only song they have. <laughs> it's the one that she sings the most. <laughs>